On the Newman Jets Audio Network, this is the JetCast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. The JetCast podcast is brought to you by South Central Ceiling and Paving, online at scsealing.com. Mel Hambledon Ford, Pepsi, Eck Agency, Donlinger Construction, Big Corner Creative, Dr. Brennan Lucas and Advanced Orthopedic Associates, Keystone Solid Surfaces, and by Overland Charters, the official transportation provider of Newman University Athletics. Here's the voice of the Newman Jets, Blake Kreps. Newman Baseball back for 2022. The season starts, well, it was supposed to start tomorrow, but the Jets are still trying to head south to avoid the winter weather facing Southern Nazarene to open up the season. They will be playing on Saturday and Sunday now, doubleheader at 12 and 3 both days. So just a little bit of a delay, but they're going to try to avoid the winter weather and open up the baseball season in the Sooner State. Welcome to episode 58 of the JetCast. Today we are previewing Newman Jets baseball with a head coach, Drew Bouse now in his third year here in Wichita with the Jets coach. Welcome back and uh, welcome to another baseball season. Thank you. Well, this year at Newman, coming off of last year's 9-23, 8-22 year in the MIAA, how excited are you to get started? Uh, I am excited, uh, cautiously optimistic um, for the season and, you know, need to need to put the, the work ahead of us, but, you know, I'm excited to get going. The, Looking at your tenure here, obviously your first year didn't really ever get uh, off to the races and, and get a chance to really get into the to the coaching of that team. Where do you feel like you are in your program? I said the same thing to Coach Gustafson when I had her on. Do you feel like you're in like year one and a half because you were set back with the time? Or do you feel like you're closer to year five just because of all the adversity you've had to get through just to be able to coach this team? Uh, I, I feel like we're in year one, actually. Um <laughs> You know, the the first year was going to be a difficult year just with, with uh, getting hired so late and not being able to have a chance to recruit guys to come into the, the team. Um, and then COVID hit, um, and we recruited. I thought we did a good job of recruiting and filling some holes, but then just COVID continuing through. I mean, last year, I think our first three weekends were canceled because of either COVID or weather. Well, not only that, you, you missed the entire month. You didn't play a single game in the entire month, month of February. Of, yeah. how, did, how did that set you back last year? Uh, it, it's, I mean, we opened up with the number two team in the country who ended up <laughs> becoming the runner-up um, without playing a game. We started a freshman who had never pitched in college in game two. Um, and so I think that was – Looking back on it, more of a recipe for disaster <laughs> from the get-go. We didn't have our starting left fielder. Um, so it was tough to get into a groove um, for sure. And, you know, that's the one thing that I am excited about this year is that we have, at the very least, we have non-conference games to get us to figure some stuff out before getting into the MIAA. We'll talk with a senior outfielder on this team, Tyler Push, coming up. Also, Coach McElroy off the men's basketball team will join us here on this episode of the JetCast. What was your priority for this program, given how the first one-and-a-half seasons had gone for you? What was your off-season priority for this team? Um, get more talented just across the board. Um, you know, I thought we, we had talent in some spots, but we needed more depth. Um, Coach Ray has done a fantastic job. Uh, I think of of putting together a roster that complements the pieces that we have coming back. 
um, and giving us a chance to compete in the MIAA. I mean, we've added arms. Um, we've added a uh, some better defenders in the middle of the field. Um, and, you know, he, he did a great job of, of helping to build this team and to hopefully um, competing every single game this year. Who do you think are some of those key returners, uh, either out of the bullpen or in, or in the, the batting lineup, that you think are going to be big contributors for your team this year? Uh, obviously, Tyler Push, um, Hayden Vanderpool, um, Connor Langrell uh, are, are the three that I would, that I would point to um, immediately and, and say, like, I think they, they got a taste of – um, over the last year of what it actually takes to to be good to um, and they've worked they've they've worked very hard over the last year and a half um, to step up their game and I think they know that that what they want I think they know what they want to happen um, and I think adding the pieces that we've that we have added allow us to get into a better position to make the conference tournament this year. A Tyler Push, an outfielder who hit 330 last year. What do you look to see out of him as he tries to take steps to further his career here in his last year as a Newman Jet? Uh, I expect him to hit 500 with 20 home run. No, um, he is. He's in the room, by the way, just off camera before no. his interview. Just so you know, I, you know, I, I don't expect him to do anything more or less than what he did last year. You know, um, I gotten on him a couple of times so far this spring about not throwing away at bats. I think the, the, the big thing for him last year was that he didn't throw away at bats, you know, just going up there and swinging freely. Well, um, when you say throw away in a bat, what, what does that mean to you? Not being focused on the deck and getting into the box. Um, and just, you know, sometimes, when you face a pitcher that that you think you're better than, you don't really focus as much, and you know you fly out instead of getting a hit out of the batter, or you swing at a bad pitch that should have been ball four, that type of thing. Um, and you know I say something to him, and the next three at bats are really good. So, you know, with with older guys like him, it's not so much mechanics or or teaching; it's just making sure that the focus stays there the entire time. Who are some newcomers off this team, whether it be new recruits? or maybe some guys who are transferring into the program. Are there any newcomers that you think might be able to have an immediate impact and help you win games right here in year one as a Jet? Half the roster. Um, I mean, we, we, I think we brought back 12, 12 guys from last year, so the, almost the entire team is brand new. Um, Asher Fink, right-handed pitcher from, from Hill College. Um, Andrew Preef, right-handed pitcher from Pima College in Arizona. Um, Nate Dennison, a left-handed pitcher from Northeastern Junior College in Colorado. Uh, Garrett Vandeventer, left-handed pitcher from Cali. Um, so you guys went heavy on the, the JUCO route this year. Yep, yep. Uh, we have two new catchers to go along with Nick Caravello, uh, Dalton Smith from Cali, Anthony Ferrante from Hill College, um, Jenner Steele, first baseman from Hutch. Uh, Zach Stewart is a shortstop from the University of New Mexico. Um, I think having Lincoln Choate actually healthy this year. Last year he missed the entire year with an ACL injury. Um, gosh, I don't even know. I, 
A lot of guys. Just a lot of new guys. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that, with so many guys coming in, you do have a lot of your former players that are currently on staff. Uh, Devin Beard, some, a couple of other guys. You've really added to your, to your staff. What's it like to have those former players around as you try to build up your program here at Newman and uh, having a much bigger staff of, with you to try to do that this year? Yeah, um, we have, I think there's six people now. I mean, myself, Coach Ray. Um, Hunter Williams, one of our GAs who came from Emporia State. Devin Beard is a GA who was our starting shortstop last year. Um, Ryan Morrissey, who came from University of Charleston and Heston, works with catchers and does our analytics. Um, and then we have Alexis Stallard, who is our director of baseball operations. Um, she's probably the MVP of the, of the coaching staff wow. behind Coach Ray. Sure. Um, but, yeah, having Devin here. Um, helps with the understanding of what I want, especially with infielders and base running and stuff like that. Um, Hunter provides a great new perspective coming from Emporia, playing in Kansas, playing in the MI double or coaching the MI double A, um, and then and then having a catching coach that can work with those guys day in and day out is is very helpful with with their progression and then our our team chemistry. One thing that you need to be aware of, obviously, is that the games have been moved back. Southern Nazarene is still going to be the season opener for the Jets down in Oklahoma, but it's going to be a Saturday-Sunday doubleheader series with both games, both days. The doubleheaders will start at noon down in Oklahoma. What do you look to see out of your team this weekend when they take on SNU? Uh, I just want us to compete. Um, I want our pitchers to throw strikes, compete in the zone. Um, I want us to play better defense this year than we did last year. Um, I think our, the first year when COVID hit, I, don't, I think we were top 10, uh, top 15 in the country in fielding percentage or something like that. Um, and then last year, we just – I don't know what it was. Um, we didn't field as well. And then, um, you know, we've, we've gotten a little more athletic across the board and a little stronger. So being able to, to not have laws in the offense where it's two innings of nothing – and then we have a three-run inning and then two more run innings of nothing, that type of thing. So Later on this year, we'll publish our broadcast schedule. We will have some games on the Newman Jets Audio Network. Looking forward to having you guys out there and back on the network at McCarthy Field. believe the plan is for three full MIAA series at, few at uh, McCarthy Field this year. So really looking forward to that. Final question for you, Coach. Goals for the 2022 season. What are they for your, for your program this year? Uh, I think we need – we need to make the conference tournament. Um, I think top, we'll, top eight? Yep. Okay. Yep. I think we have the arms to do so. I think we have enough of an offensive firepower, especially at McCarthy Field, um, where on any given day the wind can be blowing out to left at 40 miles an hour. <laughs> it can. Um, and I think that we've added enough junior college guys from really good programs and winning programs that – that will allow them to compete day in and day out. So um, that's my that's my goal is is to make the conference tournament, give them a taste of it, and hopefully build off of it from there. Coach Mouse of Newman Baseball once again. Season begins this weekend, Saturday, Sunday. Doubleheaders both days, starting at noon at Southern Nazarene. Coach, thanks so much for the time. We look to have forward to having you back on the Jetcast here soon. Okay, appreciate it. We'll see you at McCarthy. Tyler Push is coming up next, a big leader on this team. Next on the Jetcast. Hi friends, Phil Nightingale, General Manager of Mel Hamilton Ford. As we look back over 2021, I'll admit there were some challenges, but overall, it was a great year. It was a year full of great events, new beginnings with our warehouse, and another year of taking care of customers and giving back to this great community. Whether you visited Mel Hamilton Ford to purchase a vehicle 
or visit our Facebook to enter a contest. We appreciate your time and your business. Thank you to every customer from racing to quick lane. Mel Hamilton Ford, taking care of customers since 1984, experience the difference. Thank you to Don Lear Construction, proud supporter of Newman Athletics. Newman Baseball getting started this weekend. Doubleheader series Saturday, Sunday at Southern Nazarene. We're joined by a senior outfielder off of this Jet team from Fremont, Nebraska. Tyler Push hit 330 last year, ready for his final campaign with the Navy and Red. Tyler, great to have you on the show. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Uh, Off-season for you, what was that like? How did you approach the off-season going into this, your final trip around the bases with Newman Baseball? Uh, you know, the off-season is always uh, just getting to know the guys, uh, new players coming in. And, you know, being the fifth year, there's um, not much returners here that have been here with me. But there's four or five that I've still played with since day one. And um, like I said, just off-season is getting to know the new guys coming in and building that team chemistry and kind of seeing where you're going to lead going up to the season. But uh, it's just been it's been a real grind. And coming back and obviously with covid you got to deal with a bunch of protocols and sure guys sitting out for two weeks and so that's hard for i'm one of our starters nate dennison had covid had to sit out for a few weeks before he came back and pitched but um yeah it's just been it's been good uh weather obviously in kansas is you can never <laughs> count on hard it, to predict so. isn't it yeah so uh you just gotta deal with the battles and just go in and know you really gotta focus and know what you want to get better on that day well last year you guys didn't play for the entire first month of the season you came back hit 330 how do you feel like the team dealt with the adversity in 2021 how do you feel like you dealt with it with it in 2021 personally um yeah well like i said you really just you can't plan on anything whether it's weather in kansas or covid you just you gotta be ready to play each and every day and Whatever comes at you, you got to learn to face it and live with it and go out there and just try and win when last, you have the opportunity. Last year you had to start late with no non-conference games. This year, even though these games are delayed to Saturday, Sunday, looks like you are going to get quite a few non-conference games in. What was the impact of starting late this year, and how happy are you to be able to get some of these February games played, hopefully, here in 2022? Absolutely. Uh, well, being in February, obviously, it's – not the warmest, but <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, it's going to be nice to get out and face another team. You know, uh, with this off season, it's scrimmages against your own guys, and you see them week in and week out. So, just you know, getting out there and getting a new team, it's like you're hungry. You want to go play somebody else. So, I think we're going to be ready. I think we're ready to not play against each other, but rather play together and go win and go after somebody else rather than team in terms of teammates. prepping for 2022 what did you do in order to work on your individual game coming into this your final year uh as far as um work goes on the off season and in the summer uh you just you gotta prepare mentally physically um even emotionally you know like with covid and you know things aren't ever set in stone and I just I've been working uh you know outfield drills we got a new outfield coach so just working on those uh keeping keeping my body healthy is a big thing uh and then just getting reps in on the off season what are some improvements that you feel like you would like to see yourself make even as we move through your last season this year I believe uh last season was probably my best season I've had in college uh 
like you said, 330. I think I had five home runs, which I've never really been a big power hitter, but hitting them, watching them go over the fence is quite fun. So, Well, Coach says, I, I think he said 20 was his target for you this year. <laughs> yeah, 500 with 20 bombs. Uh, I mean, that'd be nice, but, you know, it's kind of unrealistic. But <laughs> I guess that's a goal we'll go for. And Sure. Uh, no, but I'd really just, like he said, um, don't not try and do too much this year. And I just want to stay that leadoff hitter, get on base, uh, steal bags, and score runs, and hit 330. Uh, if I poke a couple out, that'd be nice. So. so the players obviously have got a lot of different interests that we have on the show. And some for some people, it's art. They've got other things that they do, extracurricular activities. Uh, you are actually the sports editor and one of the writers for the sports section of the Newman Vantage, the Newman School newspaper published, let's see, that's a weekly, isn't it? Yeah, it uh, comes out every Thursday. Every Thursday here on campus. How did you get into newspaper writing, and what interested you about trying to cover sports, and is that something you'd like to maybe stay in after you graduate? Uh, yeah. Um, when I was little, I've always enjoyed writing. Uh, I got a few young author awards and for some of my stories about uh, one of them, my mom listens, she'll like it. Uh, it's about my fish. I never cleaned, <laughs> its, cleaned its tank, and it always got green. But a young, uh, I won a young author, author award for that. So that's kind of where my writing started. And then I got to school, and I needed an elective uh, to just get my credit hours to stay eligible. And uh, somebody introduced me to journalism, uh, one of the past players here. And I gave it a chance, and I got into that. And our editor, Denise Neal, um, this will be my third year for the Vantage, I think. But uh, last year, our sports editor was leaving. He transferred schools, so uh, she enjoyed my writing and asked me to do it. And you know, I was kind of skeptical about it. I didn't know how much work it would be. And but I said, yeah, I'll give it a try. I was, I said, I was already writing for this uh, Vantage anyway. So sure. And she's like, you'll get paid to do this. So I was like, well, you know, it's money. Let's yeah. give it a chance. But uh, no, I enjoy it. It's fun. It kind of gives me something to work on outside of, you know, school classes and baseball and that. It's just kind of like an escape route, but it's nice getting to talk to different coaches and kind of getting the insight on them. So. Well, and Denise Neal, of course, with the Wichita Eagle, the very popular dining with Denise section, and she makes some appearances on local radio. What's it like to have her as a as a mentor? Oh, she's awesome. Uh Towards the end of the year, uh, Christmas break, and at the end of the year, we always go out and have a party at her house, and just she makes burgers, or we just sit and sit around a campfire and talk a while. Wow! But so if she she's a foodie, she she writes the food. She is basically the food section at the Wichita Eagles. So I'm assuming pretty good cook. Oh yeah, uh, burgers were delicious. Very I nice. Don't know if her, or her husband made them, but they were delicious, <laughs> and just got around with the staff and. We sat around a campfire and talked, and she's just she's got a great personality. You know, she's really easy to talk to, easy to keep a conversation with. Well, this is an interview. Obviously, you've had to learn some interview skills to do your job. How do you think this interview is going? Uh, it's going all right. You know, some <laughs> some questions you just don't really know what to say, so you just got to blab on. But I mean, it means it's a good question by me, right? That makes <laughs> yeah. you think. Uh, uh, no, but. So yeah. what, what, what would be, if you had to pick one job, and that would be like your dream beat, 
for journalism, whether it be a newspaper, although, you know, there's so much of journalism moving online with things like The Athletic, you know, so it doesn't necessarily have to be a newspaper. You've got The Athletic or ESPN.com and all these big, you know, media conglomerates that have so many options in terms of viewership. What would be your dream beat? Is it to be a newspaper writer for a school, to work in a small town, to work on an online website? What, what, what do you what do you want to cover? Uh I think it would be really cool, uh, you know, the old famous Vin Scully, voice of the Dodgers, uh, just to be around the game of baseball. I think it would be real awesome be a radio broadcaster and just cover the games day in and day sure. out. Sure. Well, it, or, um, you know, maybe be one of the – in the Baseball Writers Association. How, yeah, how, how I mean, about that? Yeah, I mean, just anything, anything covering baseball would be okay. enjoyable because uh, TJ – yeah, uh, TJ, TJ Cleland. Cleland just got on uh, newscast. And, KWCH produced a lot yep. of the Jet Insiders on the Newman Jets YouTube channel. You can check those out just after you get done watching this video. He's been a big part of that as well. Yeah, but uh, he really enjoys what he's doing now, and I think that's cool. He got uh, just recently was uh, down at Wichita State on the basketball court and kind of got to be on court and cover the game there. So. Sure. I mean, it, something like that, but involved with baseball would be really enjoyable. Outstanding. Well, we're, you're going to be involved with baseball coming up this weekend. Once again, doubleheader noon, Saturday, and Sunday at Southern Nazarene. Those games have been moved due to the predicted forecast for the middle of the week that was going to make the natural surface here pretty unplayable. We are expecting. What are your goals for Jet Baseball for 2022? Uh, your goals kind of got to be the same each year in and out. Um, and goal, obviously, Coach Mouse said is uh, – make the conference tournament and you can have smaller goals to get yourself there. But, um, team goals, obviously we got to win each day. Uh, last year, like you said, um, a bit of a struggle. We only won nine games. Uh, I don't think we won a, um, series all year, but you know, we got preseason rankings came out. Um, obviously not winning a series. You're going to be at the bottom, but I really, uh, I think, uh, goes with a lot of guys that, that really gives us something to push for, and I think we're really out there to gain respect because there's nowhere we go now but up. So, um, goal is obviously just to go win and win each series and see where we end up. Looking forward to covering this team on the Newman Jets Audio Network. We'll have that schedule posted later in the year after basketball, so you can check for updates newmanjets.com, and of course that is the best place to stay uh, in tune with the Jets this weekend as they open up the series and season against Southern Nazarene noon Saturday and Sunday. Doubleheader both days. Tyler pushing his last year as a Newman Jet. Thanks so much for being on the JetCast, sir. Thanks for having me. We'll wrap Appreciate up the show it. talking men's basketball with Coach McLeroy, the assistant coach for NU Jets basketball next. You are a business owner. Every day you concern yourself with trying to grow revenue, increase margins, manage cash flow, live within compliance, maintain staff, understand health care, raise capital, satisfy customers. With all of this on your plate, you haven't even noticed your parking lot. Your parking lot says a lot about your business, and South Central Ceiling and Paving gives your parking lot a voice. Let South Central Ceiling and Paving take your parking lot off your plate. Start now at scceiling.com. South Central Ceiling and Paving. Where can you land the best Jet swag? The official online store of Newman University Athletics and UJetsGear.com. Store features the greatest variety of Jets logo gear anywhere. The latest clothing styles and hats to Newman branded lawn chairs and office supplies and more. And UJetsGear.com is your place to purchase sports specific, alumni, parents, and hard to find Newman merchandise. 
Shop right now on your computer or phone at NewJetsGear.com or click the Shop Now button at NewmanJets.com. Back to wrap up our JetCast this week with men's basketball back at home on Thursday to play Fort Hayes State University, 5.30 for the doubleheader, 7.30 the men will tip off at Fugate Gymnasium. You can, of course, listen to the game, Newman Jets Audio Network, newmanjets.com slash listen. Pre-game coverage for the women begin at 5.15. Watch the games on the MIAA Network. We're joined by the first-year assistant men's basketball coach, Kyle McLeroy who came to us from Dallas Baptist, of course, an old Heartland Conference rival of the Jets. Coach, great to have you on the show for the first time. Oh, How are you? you? Great, great, great. Ready for, uh, ready for the snow. Uh, yeah. Born and raised in Texas, not used to this. Yeah, at, no, at it sounds, all, no. sounds like as, as you are watching this here on this <laughs> Wednesday, it's probably, I mean, who knows, but it, it might be real bad out, so I'm glad we're doing this today. That is for sure. Uh, Jets back in action on Thursday against Fugate Gymnasium, coming off of a loss against Emporia State. Coach, the first half of that Emporia State game, I thought, was maybe 20 minutes of the most entertaining basketball that I've gotten to call this year. You guys made some outstanding offensive plays in that first half, shot 63% from the field in that first half. How did that first half play out for you watching it on the bench? Yeah, so um, coming back from Washburn, you know, we watched that film um, and you saw where, where, um, where you know, there's some lack of continuity between, you know, when we sub in, sub out, and um, just some some things we need to attack, and then um, obviously looking at Emporia, how they defended. Um, you know, they switched one through five, so we knew we were going to be able to confuse them on some off-ball movement. Um, and we had probably two of our best days of practice um, after that Washburn Washburn game, which was really good to to see. And then we came in and um, we were aggressive. Um, I thought our sh- shot selection was very good. Um, you know, we were getting you know, we shot 63 percent. That means we're getting a lot of open shots, a lot of shots close to the rim. Um, all of this, you know, with uh, you know Israel picking up those two early fouls. So yeah. when you have your leading score um, picking up two fouls a minute and a half into the game, uh, but you know Brandon Bunn stepped up, uh, Ian Lee stepped up, um, you know without Stevie Strong. So there was a lot of um, uh, a lot of opportunities for guys to get in and contribute. Thought you know again shot selection was great. A lot of unselfish play. Um, you know everyone thinks unselfish basketball with you know passing the open guy, but sure. another aspect is is moving without the ball because when you're cutting, you don't always get it, but your cut can then draw a defender to you know to have a tag is you know the term we use, so which leaves the guy next to you open. So a lot of unselfish movement, unselfish you know body movement, unselfish ball movement. Um, so it was really, really good to see. Well, let's make one adjustment with you, real co- Coach, real quick. Just put, go ahead and pull your boom out just a little bit from your mouth. Give you a little bit more space there, and I'll turn you up there as well. Uh, do, back to doing this with masks, unfortunately, this year. So that's <laughs> the little background noise you heard. What's your first impression of being a coach in the MIAA for the first time, coming from the uh, Heartland Conference and, and then – Dallas Baptist while you were there moving into the Lone Star Conference. Yeah, so it's been it's been really intriguing uh, seeing the two. um, You know, when you're in the Lone Star, every you know it's still everyone wants to talk about the MIAA um, and then the success this conference has. Um, It's it's very very challenging. There's no there's no games that um, you don't circle a lot of wins on the calendar, do you? One through. One through fourteen, it's a it's a dogfight. It's it's tough. There's a bunch of good coaches, bunch of you know good players, a uh, bunch of good environments to play in. Um, it's it's you know 
people, you know, make argument what's the best league in the country. And, you know, I've been in two of the, the leagues that, you know, get brought up in that discussion. And just the MIAA as, as a whole is just, it's just excellent. And it's, uh, it's tough. Um, and it's, it's really, really fun uh, to, just to know every Thursday, Saturday in conference, you're going to go out there and play against a really, really good team. And, see if you're up for it yeah it is definitely the best for a reason coach as the the lead assistant on this team uh coach rj allen's second while he's been here as the newman head coach what do you feel like your role as a part of this program is yeah so um i think it's really cool um the way coach allen and i kind of um work together i think we have a lot of a lot of similarities in the way we see the game where we approach the game um, but then there's just differences in our personalities, which I think is is great to have. So, you know, he might, um, you know, see something one way, I might see something the other way, and, and we really comfortable sharing ideas and, and thoughts together. Um, but, you know, um, you know, offensively is where I tend to hang my hat in terms of, you know, schematically um, in this game. And, um, you know, coming from a DBU program where, um, you know, last year we had a top five offense in the country, um, and, and, and learning what I used uh, there as well as just, you know, learning our players, um, seeing you know, how I can help us put the ball in the hole. And then, uh, and then you know, recruiting. Uh, that was a big part of, uh, of my role at DBU um, and just getting out there, seeing guys, making sure we get the right, the right, right pieces, uh, right type of person, the right, you know, young men that we want to represent Newman. And, um, you know, hopefully in the next few years start, you know, cutting some nets down is uh, always the goal. Absolutely. Well, you come from a Dallas Baptist program that we're, of course, pretty familiar with coming up against the Patriots several times. And Coach Flickner, when I was on the radio, was one of my better, uh, I think, post-game coaches, opponents interviews. Uh, with a, he, He's got a pretty big personality. Uh, he became a doctor over the time that, that we were covering him on the radio here for Newman Athletics. Uh, what did you learn from Coach Flickner, and what were his thoughts uh, uh, about you trying to come up and get the Newman job? I know that uh, he and Coach Allen have a great mm-hmm. mutual respect for each other. Yeah, I know there's a lot of respect there. And, uh, you know, in, in, in this industry, it's 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 – the relationships you build or, or how you get to, to where you are. So without Coach Flickner, without Coach Glenny, um, the assistant at Dallas Baptist, um, you know, this wouldn't have been possible. So, you know, I, I, you know, I, played, I played in college, um, then got out of basketball for about four years, um, worked in uh, mostly startup, tech startups in, in the Dallas uh, DFW area. What pulled you back into basketball? I love basketball. It's um, yeah, every season – would roll around and I just get the, the itch. Sure. Know, um, and, um, you know, I, uh, I was watching every game on TV. Uh, ESPN plus was a great investment. Yeah. Um, tons of basketball, um, to watch. So I, uh, it, I just, I missed it so much. It's, I missed so much. And so what you do, email, call every single person, you know, and just how it works. My, coach uh at sam houston state had a good relationship with with uh ryan glenny the assistant at dbu opened that interview and then i spent you know to my two years as a graduate assistant at dbu and what do you know coach allen has a good relationship with coach flick he does and and and, uh and that's how that's how you know i'm here today so but um at dbu like just learning like learning this level learning uh believe how to coach the right way treat treat these young men um as um, you know, as and more than just players, because sure. you know, especially with how 
you know, with, you know, the transfer portal and the explosion of it, you know, athletes, they can go find other coaches. Right. Like, there, there's other coaches everywhere. I think but people think transfer portal is just a D1 thing, but it's not. No, no, um, it's not. And so it's, it's, it's more than just basketball. It's, it's, it's getting these young men graduated. It's getting them ready to be, you know, future husbands, future fathers, future managers, future employees. Um, and and, and that's, that's something that I really learned at, at DBU um, is just instilling um, this is more than just a game. Now, this game has opened a bunch of doors and opportunities for us um, to be where we are and why it brought us together. But there's no reason it, the relationship should just be that and in there. So you guys have moved up here to Kansas, you and your wife, Kimberly, here mm-hmm. to Wichita. How do you like the air capital of the world? Love it. So funny story with that, actually. So um, so Wichita is the smallest city she's ever lived in so wow she's only lived so where in, is she from houston so she's only lived in houston okay so that's like the Dallas. you know third biggest media market in the country so right. so uh you know uh we're looking at wichita and you know air capital world i somehow t- thought read misread that it was air quality capital of the world she has bad allergies <laughs> she was like oh great i'll never have allergies again <laughs> move up here there's a like a um <laughs> lived on the west side for like a couple weeks and then had and then moved to the east side so i've seen both uh, like weigh in on that argument sure too. um there was like a rag we just feeled behind us and we look and we're like oh this i don't know like the wikipedia page might have got hacked or something yeah look up and it's you know one of the you know allergies are pretty common no here, yeah so. very common so, yes um so but yeah no um loved it i re- really love it um i grew up on a cotton farm with like two neighbors within five miles so wow i've lived in that then moved from there to houston okay so uh, I, i've been everywhere in between you know size wise and uh, i love it um food's good i'm a huge foodie this uh, is a this is the great restaurant i mean this might be the restaurant capital of kansas possibly it's, it's yeah I'm, what, what what what's a favorite that you or your wife have ooh. discovered here uh, try to, if you can make it a local place not a chain no, sesame on the on the west side i haven't had sesame uh, it's on maze road right by target so i have not um, had that one mediterranean food euros are good kebabs are good wow okay. um really good people Coach okay. Al- yeah, uh, Coach Allen uh, tried it. I think it, I think it opened up this summer. Coach Allen tried it. Told me and Coach uh, Full Fact to go on our first week up here. We drove over there, loved it, and I okay, tried so to go as many times as I can. So Sesame, so shout out to Sesame. I'll have to get out there and, and try that. I I'm I'm a Medis fan. I did I do like Medis. They had some pretty good mm-hmm. uh, gyros, gyros, however you want to say <laughs> that say that food item. You you mentioned what you were you know how you got back into coaching what aspect of coaching do you enjoy the most Ooh, um i don't know if i can pick one it's you know is it just the relationship building relationships and then just the game itself um you know when when you're done you know when you're done playing like everyone talks about oh it's it's the bus rides you're gonna miss it's the locker room sure. you're gonna miss and and i that that was the same for me um you know like my college career i wasn't you know just a prolific basketball player by any means but um we were playing university of new orleans and uh we won came back coach got us pizza for like the 20th time that week <laughs> and we're like, okay we scrounged up however much money we had in our wallets got some chinese ta- uh, uh delivery food and about six of us all from you know me from you know suburban houston um my teammate from lithuania teammate from brooklyn teammate from here in wichita um all just teammate from el paso all in a room together um, if it wasn't for basketball, 
we'd have nothing in common, but it brought us together. And we were just watching NBA gaming, Chinese food, and that was my favorite college basketball memory. Wow. So just opportunities for stuff like that to happen. Well, one thing that we do try to do on the JetCast is go off the normal line and uh, learn just before the uh, interview here today that you're actually a, a bit of a professional wrestling fan, and uh, I believe the Royal Rumble just occurred this past weekend. Obviously, it, one of the major pay-per-views each year on the WWE calendar. Uh, I did not watch. I have not watched. I mean, eighth grade me would have been all over that. Yeah, uh, It's not something that I partake in anymore, but uh, how was the card and, and how did things turn out? Interesting. Very interesting. So, uh, um, you know, I, I, still doing my duties. I had, uh, I had an Emporia State <laughs> Coach on my, Allen, on my he's laptop. still studying basketball. Uh, still working on that. And my wife was very, very excited to, to know that it already came with our Peacock subscription. Oh. So there was no extra. Is uh, she a fan as well? No, she is not. She is not. <laughs> she doesn't and, want you paid to pay no, extra and, for And it. her mother and grandmother are in town. So Wow. Um, they, I, I was trying to get them into it. No, it was great. Um, you know, the Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar saga is still going. Who um, won? So, uh, so, okay. Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar is about to win F5, but accidentally. That's his the, finishing move. Accidentally knocks the ref out. Oh, no. No one to be able to get a count. So, Huge, huge controversy. Huge controversy. But then Roman Reigns comes out, knocks out Brock. Oh. Bobby wakes up. Ref is Great there. Great timing. Ref's there. Wow. So that, that, that was in a singles match. Now fast forward, Royal Roma comes out. Guess who comes out 30th in the last entry? It's, is Brock Lesnar. Wow. So setting up. Of course. It's going to be a great WrestleMania, Dallas, Texas, sometime this year. Um, you going? No, I'm not. Uh, I, I don't think my wife would approve of that. <laughs> um, we did go when, when WWE SmackDown uh, was here in Wichita. Okay. Um, if you want to run it back, you could see me and, and, uh, nice. me and Zach so here, was third fa- row. Your, fa- um, your favorite, uh, favorite wrestler, one that you follow? All time or, or currently? Uh, g- you can give me one of each. Um, Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels. Oh, wow. Some sweet, some sweet chin music is uh, one of the all-time classic theme songs yep. probably in the history of the sport. It is. Um, you know, San- hometown San Antonio, Texas. Of course. Um, we got to throw Stone Cold in there <laughs> as yeah. well. Changed um, the game forever. Currently, man, it's tough. Um, Brock is just, just seeing him go from an entertainer to – UFC heavyweight champion, back to entertainer, and then seeing him in person and realizing how freakishly huge Yeah, he's a huge his, man. Like, like it's that, amazing to think that he was actually a college wrestler like you at one look point. at his body and you're like, that man was made to hurt someone. Yes, he was, and, that, and, and he has. He has. Well, final question for you. Let's get back on the topic of basketball. Fort Hay State coming in on Thursday. Uh, the Tigers and the Jets have played some really, really tight games. Uh, they got the upper hand on you there at Hayes. What do you need to do as a team to try to turn that around this time? Yeah, so that, it was a really weird game last time. Um, you know, uh, not sure if – uh, you're aware, but we had the bus fire incident the day before. Yeah, uh, we we um, do recall that. Had the bus fire the day before. Uh, Israel Barnes was still nursing his uh, his injury. David Javorski was still nursing his injury. Um, so we we uh, you know we had two starters out, um, and uh, so it, it'd be good to go um, full strength. Um, 
you know, they have some, they, I mean, they're a really good team. They're, you know, 15 and, and three, I believe. Um, you know, one of the best teams in the country. Uh, it's crazy. In this league, you can be fourth place and be one of the best teams in this country, yeah. whatever place they're in. But, uh, no, good guard play, efficient guard play, and then uh, one of the best forwards, uh, Jerry Vitsum's averaging 15 and 10. Uh, really good player. Um, we have to just do our do our jobs. Um, focus on you know what uh, what we can control. Um, the details that you know we instill in this game plan and just play play hard. Kyle McElroy, he is the head coach, uh, the assistant men's head coach for men's basketball, and the Jets are taking on Fort Hay State coming up on Thursday. Once again, 5.30, doubleheader coverage, 7.30 tip-off, pregame 5.15. Listen on the Newman Jets Audio Network, newmanjets.com slash listen. On the Newman Athletics app, you can get it on your mobile device. And, of course, watch it on the MIAA Network.com slash Newman. Coach, great to have you on. We'll Thank have you, you back. Oh, Thanks yeah, so much. Sure. Thank you. That's our show for this week. We'll be back with another show next week. Week, talking women's basketball so we'll see you then so Blake Cripps saying good night from Wichita